Welcome to episode 28 of the Mayberry Devotional, entitled, I Just Assumed. In today's episode, I'm going to look at episode 25 of the Andy Griffith Show, A Plaque for Mayberry, and I'll use scripture from John chapter 8, verse 7. Our episode starts off in the Mayberry Courthouse, with Otis trying to persuade Andy that his time is up and he needs to be set free. Barney argues against it, wanting to test Otis to make sure he's capable to go out on his own. Barney tries testing Otis in several ways just to find out that Otis appears to be better off than Barney. After the tests are done and Otis leaves, Barney and Andy are called to the mayor's office for an important meeting. Two ladies from the Women's Historical Society come to Mayberry to try to honor the descendant of Nathan Tibbs, a famous hero during the Revolutionary War. After they leave, we see an interaction with a couple of the Mayberry citizens and Andy concerning Nathan Tibbs. Then we see Barney enter the courthouse with the news as he has deduced who Nathan Tibbs' descendant really is. Andy tries to break it to Barney gently that he might not be the descendant that they're looking for, but Barney won't have it. Meanwhile, we see the women have found Nathan Tibbs' descendant and hold on to your hat, or your bottle as the case may be. It's Otis Campbell. Back at the courthouse, we see Barney practicing his acceptance speech for being related to Nathan Tibbs. He even practiced his speech on a sleeping Otis Campbell. Andy comes in and hears Barney practicing and notes Barney for being so humble. The women from the Historical Society come by the courthouse to notify Andy that they found the descendant they were looking for and to let him and Barney know that it was Otis Campbell. The mayor realizes how much of a disaster this could be and he wants Andy to get a substitute for Otis. When Andy talks to Otis and his wife, he realizes how important of an event that this is for both of them. Andy can't bring himself to deny Otis at this time in the spotlight and allows Otis to come to the meeting. When Otis runs late, the mayor tries to hurry the ceremony thinking Otis will show up intoxicated. Otis finally shows up, sober, with his wife, and when he is presented with a plaque, he turns it over to the mayor for the town. The epilogue shows Andy and Barney cleaning up the courthouse talking about Otis when he staggers in, takes the key down, and lets himself into the jail cell. They question Otis, thinking he's been drinking. But come to find out, he's been out with Rita shopping, and he just needed to take a break because his shoes were bothering him. An interesting note about this episode is we learn of Barney's middle name, or at least one of the times his middle name is mentioned. Barney calls himself Barney Tibbs Fife, and Andy mentions that Barney's middle name is Oliver. I don't think Barney is saying his middle name is Tibbs. I believe he's using it there, and kind of like a lady might use her maiden name, just to show his genealogy. There are two other episodes where Barney's middle name is given. Now, I don't want to get too distracted from the devotional, but see if you can think of what they are. I'll give you the answers at the end of the podcast. The scripture I want to use today comes from the book of John, chapter 8, verse 7. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. This verse comes from Jesus teaching at the temple. Some scribes and Pharisees brought a woman to Jesus who had been called an adultery. They wanted to see what Jesus would do with her, assuming that he would have her stoned according to the Old Testament law, or, or possibly give them another answer that didn't correspond to law. But Jesus, what he did, took them back. Jesus stooped down and he wrote something in the dirt. When he got up, he spoke these words written here in John. We're not told what he wrote, but whatever it was, it was so powerful that none of them would dare pick up a stone to try to kill her. Under the law, this woman's punishment was death, but the law also said that the man who she committed adultery with was also punishable by death. Some scholars suggest that this was what Jesus wrote on the ground, but we don't know. 
Whatever their assumptions were about Jesus and what he would do, I think turned out to be incorrect. In this episode of The Andy Griffith Show, it shows all kinds of assumptions. Barney initially assumed that Otis wasn't fit to leave the jail. Barney later assumed that he was Nathan Tibbs' descendant. The mayor, along with Barney, both assumed that Otis would not show up at the ceremony sober. And at that moment, when Otis does appear at that ceremony, I think Andy might have been worried and assumed that Otis might not be sober. And when Otis does appear in the courthouse at the end of the show, I think Andy and Barney both assume that Otis has been drinking. More times than we'll probably care to admit, I think we assume too much also. I remember a picture that circulated on the internet a few years ago that showed Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg, the rapper. It warned us to be careful of stereotypes. It said only one of them is a convicted felon. And so many times we assume things incorrectly. Sometimes we assume an answer to a question and therefore we never ask the question. We assume what kind of person somebody would be without getting to know them and would lose out on possibly a good friend. We assume that something tastes bad just because it looks horrible just to lose out on a delicious tasting meal. Now sometimes making assumptions isn't always bad. We assume a dog might bite us because it's violently barking at us. We assume we might drown if we drive our vehicle through deep water. We assume that the bank is going to be robbed when somebody walks into it with a mask on. Well, um, okay, maybe that's not a good example in today's society, but yeah, I'm sure you get the idea. There are times when making assumptions does help us, but I know in my own case, many of the assumptions I make aren't even correct. You see, I have a touch of anxiety, and when it acts up, I assume the worst for everything. Barney, Andy, and the mayor, they made false assumptions, and I don't think they mean any harm by it. When we assume things, I don't think that most times we don't mean any harm by the things we assume. But looking at the story of the scribes and Pharisees and what they did, I think it's pretty obvious that they were just trying to find a way to trick Jesus. They did mean harm. So let's take care of the assumptions that we do make. Let's be careful in what we do assume and never try and harm somebody just because of our assumptions. Now, to answer my question earlier about Barney's mental names, there were three that were given throughout the course of the series. Oliver, Milton, and one time it was just given as the initial P. So, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. Join me next week on the Mayberry Devotional as we'll be looking at episode 26 of The Inspector. And until then, thanks for listening.